All right, so this is uh, way back when in season six when we were still in the studio pre-COVID talking night walkers, and this is just a little bit of the has Reese been paying attention gear. Tom starts after this fresh. first yeah. question. Oh, yeah. yep. Question number one. In the episode Nightwalkers, mm. what was the name of the company that took over the town? Company. Yeah. Oh, pass. Why did the Gold only come out at night? They were juniors. Correct. Why couldn't Carter and Tilt detect the presence of a symbiote? No, Nakwada. Correct. According to Jonas in the diner, how many sugar cubes did the old man put in his cup? Oh, Jesus. Twelve? Incorrect. When Carter first came out of the sheriff's office, what did Jonas have in his mouth? <laughs> Lollipop. <laughs> oh, I'll give you that. Immunitech was the other one. Correct. Um, and what did Jonas have in his mouth? It was actually... In the according to the director's commentary, it was actually Tilk's penis. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a lollipop. Uh, uh, but yeah, well, that's the appeal. Four, of Tilk's four penis. out of five. Four out of five. Fuck! I missed that audio quality. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, COVID. I reckon. <laughs> hey, last night when we were watching Mobius, I sat down with my kids and we started watching. They don't really watch it with me, but because it was late. I let them watch it so they're excited to stay up late. So as we that last episode that you just heard, Nightwalkers got posted up on our YouTube channel last week. Mm. So I'm a bit behind on that. But basically what happened is my son Jack, he heard that bit of the podcast while I was uploading it. And as Mobius starts, this Tilk appears on screen and he goes, Hey Dad, wait a sec. So I press pause. And I just thought he was going to mention something about Tilk's hair or the emblem or something. And he goes, and he says to me, um, so does Tilk's penis look like a lollipop? And I, I just <laughs> pierced my pants. I'm like, as if, why would that come to your mind? And then I'm like, oh, that's right. He heard me say that trivia. Yes. And I, I had to show that because. You've never been prouder. I haven't been prouder. And I, like he just does, he's so young, he's eight years old, so he doesn't understand the concept of a blowjob, but so he thought Tilt's penis was <laughs> yeah. the shape what of a lollipop. What you don't realise is you, is you actually <laughs> scarred your son, and for the last, like, week, he's been worried that he's got some kind of deformity. Yes, he's like, why doesn't my penis look like a lollipop? The shit that kids remember. Yeah. It's, oh, that will stick with him. He will remember that for oh, years. He'll go to school and ask all the other kids. He's like, does your penis look like a lollipop? Because it yeah. should. And then eventually he'll be like, does your penis taste like a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> to him, the term watermelon sugar will be very literal. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you saying, Jaws? Chopper, chopper eye? Yeah, the chopper, chopper eye. Chopper, chopper <laughs> eye. <laughs> Get into gate. This is episode 186. We are talking Stargate SG1. The full Get into Gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, we got Matty Gibson. Yow. Brendan Gibson. Hey, mate. And not last this week, we've got Big Daddy Jaws. What's happening? Not much, Big mate. Daddy Kane. About yourself. 
Oh, you're looking wonderful, as always. Oh, I know this is an audio you, medium, but all I ask everyone listening to the podcast, just imagining someone looking fantastic. And that's basically mm. Jaws. So uh, no matter how you're picturing him. <laughs> and we've actually got a first timer here. Like this, we, we, we've done this. We've had a first time, what, three times in this show since we formed. And uh, Maddie, I might hand it over to you because uh, this is somewhat of a contact of yours, first and foremost. Yeah, we've uh, we fired up the satellite and we've got ourselves an uh, LA correspondent just live from Tinseltown. Uh, welcome, Jacob. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Get Into Gate. Wait, no, this is Mitch's job. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> how how oh. weird does it sound having an Australian on the podcast, though? It's kind of wrong. It's kind of dirty. I was trying to brush like up it. on my Australian accent before we started so I could blend right in. But All right. Give, give, yeah. give us a sample. Give us a sample. No. <laughs> <laughs> If you're in the studio, that's, that's where gone. Mitch would do like the ding correct sound. Mm. Like ding. Yeah. <laughs> Add that in post, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what I usually like to say to the newbies is, tell us your story then. Oh, How yeah, did you should. get into Stargate? And why are you such a geek like us? Are we doing this right now? Is it my turn yeah. to talk? Yeah. yeah Wait, I'm the most important person in the room right now. Okay, well. Um, in your actual room, just the room that you're in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <This is> well, <laughs> when I was really young, I don't know, my neighbors started showing me Stargate because my parents weren't the biggest sci-fi fans. They weren't sci-fi fans at all. So my neighbors introduced me to Stargate. I watched, I don't really remember watching the first season because it was so young. My first memory of Stargate is actually like season two, but I know I watched the first season. So then, you know, I watched it, didn't really remember it. What episode of season two? Oh, um, Touchstone. Oh, My first memory is Touchstone. Episode, episode. <clears throat> um, but I know it wasn't the first episode I watched. Um, so yeah. anyway, uh, I came back, you know, a couple of years later, watched it, loved it. Didn't watch Atlantis until I was uh, eighth grade. Um, so many years after that, because um, keep in mind, I'm younger than the show. Um, <laughs> this is still well after the, it was airing um, or finished airing. Uh, and so I, I love that as well. And then uh, watched SGU for the first time this last year uh, because everyone was telling me it was shit. And then turns out I really love it. So, um, so yeah, I just, I had a very staggered experience of watching Stargate and I actually didn't know that uh, Arc of Truth and Continuum were, were a thing until much after I finished watching this series. And I'm like, that's a disappointing ending. And then it was like finding two more presents under the Christmas tree. So, nice. um, yeah. So I had this very odd experience watching Stargate, but now I really love it. And actually, uh, during COVID, I introduced my parents to it. Um, so we watched through, um, we didn't have time to watch through all three shows, but we watched through SG-1 and SGU. Um, and they were like, shit, maybe we're sci-fi fans too. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, Converting I, the world one person at a time. Yeah. I, feel, I feel very proud. My mom that's... hates Star Wars, so she thinks that she hates science fiction. But when she was growing up, her two favorite shows in the world were Lost in Space and Doctor Who. I'm like, that's sci-fi, mom. Yeah. Oh. Star Wars is not sci-fi. It's nope. science fantasy. Yeah. True. Oh. It's quite quite interesting though that you had like that staggered experience with um, Arc of Truth and Continuum, because in a way that's almost like those of us who are watching it in real time, like the the, the wait that we had to do between like season ten mm. of, of yeah um, waiting a whole couple of years right SG one yeah then Arc of Truth 
and then continuum like a year later or something like that. So it's, it's almost very, mm-hmm. almost like you were doing it in real time. The fact that you didn't yeah. know that they, that they existed. That's quite interesting. Yeah. That's great. That's great that you've uh, hooked on to the show. I've just, I'm just getting my young nephew into it. And at mm-hmm. first he's having a hard time with the first season. I think he's struggling with the visual effects. He's, you know, mm. he, He's used to the Mandalorian and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So, yeah. like, sort of, it's sort well, of like- it's it's the equivalent, and this will be my that's one, I guess. It's the equivalent of like Brendan and I have spoken about. Like, Brendan's been going through a bit of a Star Trek journey. It's like trying to go back and watch the original series of of Star Trek with, with like oh. William Shatner. Mm. Oh. I mean, yeah. you know, that- just completely paradigm shifting at the time. But for us who weren't there when it was going, going back to watch is like what is this? It is so mm-hmm. slow and just malingering and you're like, oh, my God. And there's yeah. a nice drone to the complete, the entire audio of it. Mm. The whole track is like the way they recorded it. You can hear you can hear the recording turning over because it gives me a headache, even when they're off world or yeah. away team. It's a, it honestly gives me a headache. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That shit and Babel. <laughs> next gen, I was, I was a next gen guy. Says the guy who's never seen DS9, though. Like, if you got into Ooh. DS9, you'd, you'd be like, TNG. I want to. Oh, That's no. at least three, Maddie, already. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> DS9 is brilliant. Voyager's brilliant. Actually, all of them. Bro, oh, Enterprise. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no. I forgot about it. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Voyager and, and Next Gen. That's it. <laughs> Is that what we're here for? <laughs> I like Stargate's podcast, mate. That's yeah. better. I don't mind that. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a direct Brendan quote right there. That's why I was good at it. <laughs> All right, let's get into the old synopsis as we do each and every week, see what it's about, even though it's going to be split up into two halves here, and then uh, throw it over and see what we all thought. Mobius, part one and two. Jackson receives documents that point to the location of a ZZPM in ancient Egypt, hoping that the energy source could be used to power Earth's defences and open a wormhole to Atlantis. SG-1 uses an ancient time machine to travel back to 3000 BC. But after the team locates the ZPM, Egyptians discover the time machine and SG-1 must find a way to retake it without altering the timeline. Let's crack it over into part two. SG-1's attempt to recover the ZPM from 3000 BC has altered the timeline, leading to a present in which the Stargate was never discovered. The alternate reality Carter and Jackson convince a reluctant O'Neill to take them on their first mission through the Stargate, but when the team is captured by Teal'c, once again the first prime of Apophis, can they convince him to join their side? <laughs> okay, I'm okay. sorry. Two, two, two things, two things. One, it's good to see that they use 3000 BC in two synopsis as much as we have used over the last few years. Mitch, can you just, can you just reread um, that second one for me? I, I hadn't actually seen the, the, the synopsis for those. Just just the part two, just the part two. There's just one little line in there that I think you'll know what I'm talking about, Mitchell. The alternate reality, Carter. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, but mm. Cooper, right? I mean, it's, it is, you know what, it, you know what, it is funny, and <laughs> Jake is right to give you the finger over Zoom, <laughs> is that Carter herself, Carter herself in the show says an alternate timeline. Thank you, Mitch. Yeah, correct. This, correct. This is my sweaty nerd moment. Boom, I was having an argument with Maddie, so I drew up the freaking timeline for this episode. 
I drew up actually every single time and alternate reality <laughs> involving episode. I drew up the timeline to them. You have them all here. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. You're this looking like right. Charlie. It's using them all to protect his virginity. <laughs> this one right here. Look at this. So they go, they go back and it's a slightly altered timeline because uh-huh. of the way that they affect it twice. I okay. thought it was a urethra. <laughs> well, it has, this is yeah. This is actually my biology textbook. <laughs> no, it just you know, like I've like I've said, and I, we won't get into it because we got yelled at last time when we got into it too much from people. Uh, um, interchangeable, up. interchangeable words, interchangeable, interchangeable yeah. terms. Just let's Look. just call them misnomers. All right, misnomers. They're not interchangeable words at all. <laughs> yeah, just, they're misnomers. Mm. <laughs> We're just sick of talking about it. That's mm. the reason. <laughs> <laughs> very much man when this came out i don't i know you and i had different thoughts about this episode Maddie. when this came out i thought it was just one of the great endings to his tv series in throughout all my rewatches i've always looked forward to this episode mm. this time i found it a little yeah. dullish yeah, I, I remember yeah. Moments, my I remember my first watch of it. I think I because at the time I thought it was the end of the series. We didn't know nine and ten were going to be a thing yet. Mm. I did find it a little bit disappointing as an ending because it was just the reuse of the ending from Threads, but with fish. Like I was like, oh, oh, that's it. Like we 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 like Baal is still out there. Like we never got any any confirmation of what's happening with Baal in mm. Threads. So there's still there's still things that we need to know about. So I was kind of a little bit, but yeah, I, I over the years I've enjoyed yeah. it more. Well, I mean, all for me, all the t- all the time episodes where they do that, where the ending is something that had already happened, and then it's just like, oh, it never really happened, essentially, right? Yeah. I always yeah. feel like you know, no spoilers, but Continuum kind of does that. Um, it's very sophisticated, but it kind of does that. And it's just like, huh? I mean, yeah. the whole. I I think in the same way I have that apathy. It's not bad. Yeah, in the same it's way I have that. Mm-hmm. In the same way I have that apathy for um, there, but for the grace of God, because it doesn't really matter in the end. In a lot of ways, this is the same, just a lot that better. That was a. That wasn't a timeline though. Well, it's an alternate but the, but the functioning of the, as the writing. Version. Yeah, it's an alternate SG one who have no memory of the events. So, in the same way, at the end of Mobius, when we get back to the pond, that SG one that we are now living with, which is an alternate version to the one from the start of Mobius, has no memory of everything that we just saw. So, it does kind of take it away a little bit. Having said that, during it, it's a great ride. Like I love the first half. I think the middle of the second half is where it got dull for me from, you know, where I think it was what the end of the first half where um, Jack like dro- drives away on the boat. Do you drive a boat? I mean, you can sail a yes. boat, but if, if it's got a motor and a wheel, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you drive the boat. Anyway, <laughs> he drove the boat away, but then at the top of part two, suddenly he's back and Kowal- because Kowalski's there. And he decides that he's going to take Jack and Daniel along. So it's like, it's not until from sort of the start of episode two up until we go back in time, that whole kind of first 20 minutes of episode two, to me is, yeah, is the dull part. But everything else with the timey-wimey stuff, yeah. I love. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I never quite yeah. bought his sudden over, you know, the space where you didn't see him, his turn. 
it didn't seem genuine mm. because he didn't really play it as he was considering, you know, because I, I guess he probably wasn't, you know. Yeah, well, you have you have Samuel show up and try and re-recruit him and he tells Samuels to get bent. Yep. Then you I have- like that touch because if you didn't remember, Samuels is the guy in the pilot that got yeah. him back from retirement and in the was all th- was and, all through season one, yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't um, been back for yonks. I don't, yeah, I don't think since like maybe season two, like because he was nine, replaced maybe? with Davis. Yeah, yeah. So. essentially. But yeah, so it's like Jack said no to Samuels. Jack said no to alternate Carter and and Daniel, who I, I almost would have preferred. Like they kind of got to him a little bit and kind of ties into the fact that SG One are supposed to be together. Yeah. But he didn't. He kind of just drove off. And then off screen, he finds out that Kowalski's involved and that's what gets him back. I mean, it's a nice touch to bring Kowalski back and Kowalski being the thing that at least gets him in the door. But I feel like once Jack was in the door of Cheyenne Mountain, he was like, yeah, just everyone come. Just everyone who's mm. here, just come. It's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go. I don't, I've got plot armor. Yeah. I don't care. Let's go. Yeah, I think <laughs> for me, you probably only need one shot when he does drive the boat away. Yeah. Maybe you just need a close-up of him just for a couple of seconds to have him go, you know what, he does want to kind of get back into that yeah, life. That's a great kind idea. Kind of look back, but he's not, look he's back not, over he's his shoulder. The phone and, call yeah. to Kowalski. Yeah. You know? Like, how about oh, that? See, I, don't, I don't even, for me, I wouldn't have, well, maybe I think if you include Kowalski, I don't know, yeah. For me, yeah, I Yeah, it would have thinking, just been a night, and because we know that RDA is excellent at this. Just, to, there's mm-hmm. no line, just a shot of him kind of thinking about it for a moment, looking up, and then cut away. To the next mm. scene. to show that great. something got to him, something got in yeah, there, something ticked over, and, yeah. And then, he and then yeah, back. I think when he does walk through and Kowalski's there, and it's like, oh, shit, yeah, that is a really not like, and then you put it together that he wouldn't have made yeah. that decision by himself, he wanted to, he kind of he was thinking about it, mm. but it wasn't until Kowalski calls him, yeah. And I think that's what I love so much about this show, like thinking about the way we've always talked about a lot of these season finales. Oh, they thought this was going to be the end of the show, they thought this was going to be the end of the show. And watching this, I'm like, this would have been a great way to, like, regardless of what the story is, all these little ingredients here and there. Like when Ra first walks in and he's being led in by those women and he's got the big, you know, get up on his head and they play the music and I'm like, oh, this still holds a little bit of power. Not the Mm -hmm. same power that movie Ra had because that was like some kind of presence. But knowing He wasn't tripping over his own seat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just felt, I, I, I really felt it. I'm like, oh, he's great. And then when yeah. you bring Apophis into it, yeah, like Kowalski coming back in and just a lot of old stuff going on. And I'm like, and, and the fact that it started with um, Langford dying. And I was like, man, this just really is a nice tying up of the bow of Stargate. Yeah, and I like that. I like Although, that. Yeah. can we talk about that moment for a second? That was a really weird way to end the cold open, don't you think? Because it was like, oh, Catherine Langford died. You're right. And then tie in, but yeah. Two really weird things with the funeral for me is one, when we first meet Catherine Langford back in what Torment of Tantalus, like this version of of Catherine Langford, Mm, it's established that she and Carter are really good friends. Carter doesn't go to the funeral. Daniel goes on his own to the funeral, which is weird. One. And then two, is it just me or were he and Sabrina going to fuck? Oh, absolutely. She was like, oh, yeah, I leave the whips at home too. Oh, Yeah, what the hell? They're starting getting BDSM. Yeah. What is that? 
Let's see my hey. notes. This is like hey. she to me reminded me of like a like a dollar store version of Sarah. Like they're both redheaded yeah, earth yeah, women. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I'm like, are they are they picked this actress aesthetically because she yeah. does have that sort of like lingering deja vu effect of of Sarah? I thought the same thing, but like it's, they I had, yeah, they the scene was so similar. Girl. I think the scene was mm. so similar. It's probably oh, that's the right, same graveyard. We, yeah, we were introduced to Sarah at a at a funeral. That's right. Yeah, where we, where his uh, archaeology <laughs> professor died. Classic Cooper reusing shit. Classic Cooper. Sorry, is, yeah. is Daniel Jackson now Will Ferrell from Wedding Crashes? Is he hooking up at funerals? <laughs> yeah. Funeral Crashes? Oh. Uh, 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 that is the like, best like, subtext for a character arc. Just behind, behind the scenes, he is just absolutely yeah, going wow. to funerals. That's why we didn't see Janet Fraser's funeral, because who's Daniel going to hit up? Because Janet's the one in the coffin. So <laughs> oh, he's like, who's he going to... You know? Oh shit! Uh, if you Jack, you don't mind, I'm just gonna say one good, one more goodbye to Jen. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and you know now, and now we know. Like he had eyes for Sharae. Anyone else going he, to the viewing? Yeah, <laughs> just me. <laughs> good, because I'm gonna be performing a Jedi funeral rite, and you're not gonna want to see the shit. The um, I don't, I don't mind any of the rationale about this episode, apart from the fact that Samantha Carter was willing to travel based on a book. Like if they had of, mm. all right, so that, here's a better, <laughs> I'm going to blow you on. Here's a better idea. They go to um, Sabrina. We all know Sabrina. Yeah. We've all known um, a Sabrina. Yeah. We've all known a Sabrina. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the, the rationale for me would be better if, um, all of Catherine's collection is, ends up in Daniel's lab, and then he actually finds a ZPM, but it's damaged—not depleted, but damaged. Oh, yeah. I would even yeah. make depleted, but yeah, damaged works too. Damaged would be better because deplete—I don't think they deplete unless they're being used. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, depleted. I, would have I been guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess we're going into future sort of knowledge in that you, we don't know how to recharge them either. Like once they're depleted. Or, well, yeah, something they're... that always bugged me is the ancients were on Earth, right? Millions of years ago. So why yeah. don't we see, like, archaeological evidence of their shit? You know, like yeah, right. having a, a, an they ancient ZPM. Away. Yeah. Mm. Like no, maybe even just a fragment saying. of it. That's it was what, all on Atlantis. Daniel... It, was, it was all just on Atlantis and that was it. Yeah. yeah. That's what Daniel was saying, I think, in this episode. He's like, maybe we can we can scan for it and Carter's saying we can't scan for it because like on Proclaroche Tone us, we did a scan. So even if it was on Earth, they'd all be depleted. Yeah. So right. and then them right. saying, Well, we know where it was. I yeah. don't think Carter would accept that that based that it was just based somewhere three thousand BC that she'd be willing it's to, a big guess. to go ahead. Yeah, that's that a mission. big guess to make. So I just think a little thing like yeah, that, they right. could have just got a, a shitty little Unless it was an absolute thing, I just don't think that she would go ahead with it because uh, there's basically no proof. Yeah. yeah, like I said, apart from that that shitty old book that was probably published in the fifties with a crappy printing press, so God knows what it was supposed to look. Well, like. yeah, because they did say at the start they're like, oh, it's it's a it's a recreation drawing of a fresco that was destroyed however long ago, so the the, the fresco itself doesn't exist anymore. It yeah. would have been nice, and maybe it was a timing issue, like they just ran at home, but maybe there was like an extra step where 
it was almost like, you know, the, was it the, the Christ shroud thing. It's like, if they found some kind of imprint of a, of a ZPM, yeah. something like that proof that, yeah, it was here at some point. Yeah, you're right. Rather than just yeah. a drawing in a book. Cause mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would have liked if, it. Like ultimately they're trying to save money. Right. So that's why they did this scene in Daniel's lab. Mm. That's the way around it is he actually either finds the damaged ZPM or they go to a tomb based on Catherine's research and find yeah. it and it's damaged. If they want, if to this was money, a movie like Arc of Truth, they yeah. would have done that. Yeah. So I just yeah, feel like right. there's just a huge jump in logic for especially Carter because she was, she was a bit of a fucking bum throughout this whole episode. She's, <laughs> so, just a wet I, um... blanket. She's I like, did like oh, that moment though. Stay here for more than three seconds, and you're like, "Come on, man, you you're here now." You, yeah, I did like that moment though, where she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm going to step on a bug and change the future." Because that obviously takes me to the Simpsons episode where yeah. Homer does with his with his toaster, which I believe is an homage to another sort of sci-fi story from you know from a long time before that even. But obviously, given that it's Stargate and there's so many Simpsons references throughout the show, to me, it just takes me straight back to. Yeah, was it a toaster that Homer had? It was like he pushed mm. toaster yeah, down yeah. and Halloween it sends through time. Special. And he yeah. ends up just going nuts and just smashing yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what of sne- donuts? Sneezing <laughs> on the dinosaur and then they all just like topple over over each other. Yeah. <laughs> the classic. It's an absolute classic. Yeah, I love that one. You're absolutely <laughs> right though, because Carter's always a wet blanket and always saying no to everything. And then all of a sudden she's like, Yeah, keen for the idea. And then mm. yeah, re- just yeah, in reverse back to that. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, she's keen on it because she knows the alternate version of herself is gonna get it with Jack. So she's like, Yes, I need to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the yeah, only and way. It almost feels like it it could have or should have been almost like an Atlantis episode because it's like well, they're the ones that are desperate enough that they know the wraith are coming. They really, really need it or they're dead. And it's like, there's mm. no, there's no peril that SG-1 are in at the moment to, yeah, you're right, to push Sam over that, that line to say, yes, we could. It's like, yeah, it'd be great to have one to open up a, a wormhole to the Pegasus galaxy and power the, the chair, like, like Daniel says, but it's like, yeah. how, power the chair against who? We just had threads where we took out one of our biggest enemies by, destroying the other one of our biggest enemies. So it's like, mm-hmm. where's yeah. the peril? Well, season one, they, yeah. they went black ops, but only because the earth was in like imminent danger from being attacked. Like yeah, they were, that. they broke the rules because of the peril. Like, I don't see why they would have broken such like a cosmic rule of altering the timeline, you know, mm. yeah. for no reason. Actually, that is, that was the other thing for me is why did they go to Chulak? There's literally no reason apart to get captured. Mm. to kill Daniel Jackson when when sorry uh, what like in the alternate timeline yeah in this episode yeah why did they go to Chulak there was no real reason to go to To get Tilk why though right because he because he was on the tape which is their running theme yeah that that seems seems too risky I know it does it's like Uh, oh this this guy who's who's been you know like with us for eight years we're going to convert him in a day because we know that he can be converted and And is the is the the pentagon gonna release the most highly advanced vehicle ever with a time machine on it to get one guy hell no yeah and Mm. What's yeah. the thing? And you get the feeling that everything oh. was the first time. Like that ship was brought in. They go, oh, we found this like near the site where 
we found, you know, all the other gear where we found yeah. your, um, your How camera. Convenient. But clearly, yeah. <laughs> it's- but, but even so, like they couldn't turn it on because Jack was the only one who was able to fly it. So they got it there and it was in the yeah. base. Now, yeah. surely if they test flight situation this this plane we would have probably seen that or, or heard about it we didn't he could next to the gate we think it goes he through which means the they've he already could, lowered it yeah. down the missile <laughs> silo untested yeah. they've lowered and dropped it right next to down the untested, put it there he's turned on the desk he's like sick that'll work don't worry and then they've lowered in the gate again they don't know what it does and i found myself going <laughs> How do they even know to put it up? Like, how do they know? Why do they have the like, clamps in of, the, yeah. Yeah. In the right place. Yeah. Why do they put, when it's, when it's, when it's round and, and got symbols on all sides, how do they know to stand it up? And yeah. also that it's completely okay if we cover the bottom, like we did in the other timelines where we've, we've done plenty of tests yeah, in the past. But not with our normal ramp. Like, everything. I do appreciate they put it like not our normal ramp in. They put a different little sort of like trestle table in there, but it's like, oh, how, yeah. did, how did they know to put that trestle table in there? And what was the point of that? Mm. Well, it's the poker table from the they... people in the pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been collecting dust for eight years. Finally, it's got a purpose uh. again. But like they, when they turn the, when he, you know, they dial the gate and they're like, oh, I think this is what happens. And then, boom, you know, the wormhole comes on. They're like, holy shit. It's like, okay, that's the first time they've, they've opened a wormhole. This is the first time they're flying the ship. And I'm like, everything here is the first time they're like, no, when you go through, don't engage the enemy. Unless you're... I'm like, you have no idea what to expect, but you're yeah. sending out a time machine through an alien wormhole device like don't no, use it no malp nothing yeah, there's no there's a version know. of this where the jumper was positioned too close to the stargate so when they opened it yep. the kawoosh just killed everybody <laughs> yeah, in the car. i was thinking that <laughs> yeah that's hilarious oh we ruined that the best spaceship of all time <laughs> oh, oh, oh but but the reason for it to answer your question is because of robert c cooper robert c cooper <laughs> yeah should That's we do one? Oh, wait, we can't do it because of the lag. No, we, 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 can, we can try. We can try. Good as well. Cooper. That Cooper not even written by Cooper. I clutched the air in front of me like some kind of supervillain while saying it. You've it got it. You've got it. <laughs> it felt great. Shake like. your fist harder, boy. That's what Ooh. you got. <laughs> Before we get any further, I'm going to get it. That's actually, I'm not going to say that. I just want to share this. <laughs> Finally, you should have said it's it. back. Alright. So this is a fantastic song. And Maddie's gonna agree with this. I don't know if you've ever oh. heard of this one, Maddie. It's called Mobius, obviously. Sounds of Stargate. <laughs> Is it by Moby? And it's from it's from an uh, it's from a techno band called Orbital. Great people. Oh, great oh, fantastic! Check them out. There is the theory of the Mobius. Wolf. A twist in the fabric of space where time becomes a loop. I'm sold. <laughs> Is this some techno shit? And I have trimmed it down because we want a techno. Build slow. It can go. Yeah, it can go on. You could go all night. This is out there. This is super out there. It's kind of alien. It reminds me of the um, yeah, that alien music where the guy's ears get 
So basically, that's that song. Hey, look, it's it's not as much of an earworm as as uh, you know, Wizard, but I'm about no, it. That was good. That I point, like it. Whatever happened will happen again. Like it's um, it's cool. It's uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> hang on. This sounds sweet. Is it? There's something yeah. about it. I think it might have been Mitch. How we used to watch the first scene of Blade. Mm. Over and over again as that beat drops. Yeah, music. that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that there's one part in that bit that reminds me of that scene. Yeah, for sure. So, can I get a that's like one? There are some sick beat drops in both of the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. No, they weren't. You don't <laughs> no, get, yes, you don't no, get it. That's one. The bars, yeah. No, no, no. The bar no. scene. The songs were actually written by J.J. Abrams. No. That's why they weren't any good. How good were the flares, though? He oh does do all his compositions. Oh, oh yeah. It had a sense of realism, I found, Brendan, the, the, the flare. multiple Yeah, well, there's flare. so many suns out there. Yeah. Yeah. Get a yeah, and all the flare. lens flares came from the halogen globes on the f***ing bridge. It looked like a f***ing <laughs> Apple store. Scratch <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, we just let that, that marinate for a second. There. Yeah. Oh no, I'm seething. You've ruined the song for me now. Like I was, I was, I was in a good mood. I was like, just bop it along yeah. to Wolf and Geordie, you know. But no. Yeah. See, Jacob doesn't get it. That's one. He loses one friend by making that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's lost Maddie for a right friend right. to lose. He gained what five thousand friends. <laughs> <laughs> How many listeners you have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least. Well, you just lost day. one, certainly, Maddie. <laughs> there's there's five thousand that don't like Star Trek. <laughs> hey, I'm converting them one at a time. Uh, hey, so uh, I I had right. a thought. By the end of this episode, were there three O'Neill skeletons on Earth? Because there was you're the original... you're gonna make me think about the whole eight seasons. No, no, just in this episode. Not just oh, just in this okay. episode. Because there was our original O'Neill, who yeah. went back in who went back in time, and was killed by Ra. Executed, yeah. Executed, yeah. like he and Teal were executed. We find that out. So then we travel forward in time, and we get our alternate O'Neill on the boat. He goes back in time, and they have to live out the rest of their lives 
you know, once they fix things. Yeah. So he would yeah. have died. So there'd be two O'Neill skeletons in, in ancient Before Egypt. Before he was born. Before he was cool even born. Sci-fi so, so time travel, baby. And then we get to the new yeah. SG-1, and it's our O'Neill now that's like General O'Neill. So including his skeleton, mm. his walking around skeleton, there's there's three mm. Jack O'Neill skeletons. Like on you it. just hit something that I hadn't actually thought about. They both times, both loops, they had to just live. You know, even after they fixed things, they just had to live. And well, yeah, here's yeah. here's where I would like yeah. to see perhaps a book or a. Uh, I guess you can't really do live action because of the way that the actors have aged now. But there's kind of this little bit of. There's, yeah, true. There's a little bit Deep of a, fake. like, internal... Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose, yeah, if Mandalorian can do it, then um, then it can be done. But they can't do it. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even Star Wars messes up on it. Actually, even the Disney stuff coming off people on YouTube is better than Star Wars. Well, they, yeah. they've hide it. I, I said anything to Mitch the other day. That one of the guys who deepfaked, uh, spoiler alert, um, Mark Hamill into the end of Mandalorian Season 2, Lucasfilm has hired him, like... So he's he's working for Lucasfilm now. That's because he can obviously do a better job. Obviously, yeah. they hopefully they can retcon that deep fake. Like I just put it. Yeah. I'll, I'll well, it, well, it, well it, it only exists on Disney Plus. So I'm hoping in the same way they 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 um they call it out guy in jeans on that one episode. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that they're able to like change. Well, up I mean, Lucas thing. went back and made the original ones way better. Oh, yeah. Well, they, you really, you really, you there was probably like three realists. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So what I, so what yeah. I was getting at is, so our original SG-1 go back in time and like they all get killed except for Daniel, but the puddle jumper had to stay there so that it could stay there in time to get to the alternate version so that they could take yeah. the same puddle jumper back. So at that That's point. extra 5,000 years old. Yeah. So at that point, there were, well, depending on whether or not you believe if Ra had the first one destroyed or, or who know what, there would have been two puddle jumpers there. But I know Alternate Carter does say, oh, when this is all, like when they're walking back to the puddle jumper before her and Jack kiss, they say, oh, when this is all done, we have to destroy the puddle jumper, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But there's a part of me that kind of thinks that, okay, once they set the rebellion in place, who would want to live their lives in like sweating your balls off no. like 5,000? I'd kill people, myself. Like, they could just, yeah. Oh, mate, Jacob, we could go forward 10,000 years and it wouldn't matter. That's it. They could have jumped in that puddle jumper. Okay, I'm gone, happy to kill myself too. They could yeah, have gone. I was going to say, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They could have gone through the Stargate and lived out their lives on any planet they wanted to and gone anywhere yeah. in time. So I kind of like the idea Ooh. of alternate nerdy Carter and loner Jack who got together and even, mm. you know, our Daniel all just maybe they, they could have taken Katap as well, you know, and they all just went and lived on another planet or in another time somewhere. I kind of like yeah. the idea of that. That's a mini series. Daniel That's... would have Daniel would have all the knowledge of well not all the knowledge, but he would have a lot of knowledge of well, yeah, all the other worlds that he's our, and, yeah. he's our, you know, original Daniel, you know, quote unquote. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, so wouldn't it be kind of cool if, if we did get like a Stargate reboot? And we go to a planet somewhere, and it's like an old oh, Sam and Jack yes. that have been living out. They, it's yeah. that Sam and Jack from the end of Mobius that have been living out their lives on another planet somewhere in the damaged puddle jumper oh. or something like that. Oh, wow. that's a, that's, yeah, a, that's a series right there. I would yeah. kind of love yeah. that. Why yes. the f- did they not do that instead of Origins? Why the f- where were you, mate? <laughs> they didn't have the budget to hire O'Neill. 
Are you kidding? He does Novacon for five grand. He's dead that they got the budget. They got the budget. (laughs) (laughs) They spent spent all of the Origins budget on spray paint to repaint that DHD. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they spent all their budget picking up a perfect prop and then then making that shitty Stargate out of plyboard. Yeah. Uh, So what do you... Hang uh, hang on. uh, You lost me when they go through the work. They go through to another planet. And then what's the new series? They use the time travel device to come to the present? Well, yeah. No, that's what I mean, is they could go anywhere in time. They could either yeah. live out their life um, 5,000 years ago, but on another planet. Yeah. Or they could, if they don't want to f*** with Earth by travelling through time while they're in Earth's orbit, they could go through the Stargate to any planet they want to and then travel... 2,000 years into the future or travel to 1,000 beasts. They could literally live out anywhere, but they could go... Holy shit balls. They could go to, you know, 2100 AD Mm. or something like that or whatever. You start the the episode with 10 years after SG-1 season eight and that, that's why they're yeah. so old or it could just yeah. be a one-off episode it could there yeah. could be a, a younger sg team in a brand new show there could be a younger whole new team and one of the episodes is them encountering that jack and and carter yeah. and potentially mm-hmm. daniel on that planet that carter you know that carter would have done we like got- some super nerdy shit she would have like gone to like quintillion years in the future to see like the heat death of the universe just for fun (laughs) yeah i definitely would have done that yeah for sure see if it's a big freeze or any of that just a fizzle you stephen hawking you don't know shit (laughs) (laughs) something that did um bug me though is with that sort of jumping back and forward between our time and and um 3000 bc jafar armor hasn't changed in 5,000 years. Perfected the technology. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Teal'c's armor, like alternate modern day Teal'c's armor looked no different to the 5,000 year old um, armor that the one. Jafar were wearing. Yet when we first meet Braytac, he's wearing like cool different armor that makes him look like he's, you know, he's a bit older and stuff like that. Whereas they just pulled like the random, like um, Sokar, slightly they red armor Sokar's, out of storage. Yeah. And went, yeah, you can all put that on. on. Well, it was very, it was very cool seeing the, um, uh, the the Horus Guard helmet. That was really cool. That's the first time in the series we've seen the Horus Guard helmet like CGI. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Horus do that in? Didn't Horus do that in? We never saw Horus. Thor's chariot. I didn't think we saw it on screen. I thought oh. we only see it in the movie because in the in the movie you get the Anubis helmet and the Horus helmet, but we have the completed Horus helmet in um, SG one. But I don't know that we've ever seen it and come mm. down. I could be wrong, but no, they probably just, cut to SG one and you I, hear it. Go, yeah, I think we back. did, oh, but it's it might have been <laughs> the Apophis helmet even that. Because well, we I don't do see remember the Apophis helmet in SG One. We only ever see the Apophis helmet in the movie. That's something that bugged me about when. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry, not Apophis. I was talking about Apophis, like the serpent, the serpent. Guard. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we see the serpent one. Yeah, you see the old space helmet. Yeah, it was so Bucket good yeah, not opening. to see those. Yeah, I also wrote that. Good I, I but um, just because just because Herowa and the Horus Guard are kind of my favourites. Like they're just I, I don't know why I just but, have a, like, a thing for them. When you go to the movie, Raz Jafar don't have pouches and they don't have they don't wear anything basically 
Well, no, yeah, there's, yeah, there's only those two guys that are actually like Jaiman Honsu and the other guy who are actually credited in the in the in the movie as Anubis and Horus. There's only yeah. the one the one of each, and one has the Horus guard helmet. One has, and that was something that I wish they'd done when in, Anubis was introduced instead of us getting those like black nin like black suited ninja Jafar that never did anything ones that carried yeah. swords. I would have loved him to have had Anubis head Jafar. I think it would have been sick. That's yeah. what would have been cool. That's what I liked about, say, the second Hathor one when she was collecting all the rogue Jafar and they had serpent guards and Horus guards and mm. Anubis guards and all that. That kind of, that made sense now coming back to the movie where, like, I always try to puzzle it in my head. This series tries like matches him with movies as much as possible, but Ra obviously overtook Anubis and then he overtook uh, Horus. So well, yeah, he was he like the supreme system lord yeah, ab- so above all, all the other their, system lords. So yeah. he had all of them, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, obviously it is it is what it is, but I always try to make the the bold leap to join the both both of them together. Yeah. There's a, there's a little yeah. sick part of me, like the, just a little funny... Um, like just my own internal sort of thing is when we're introduced to Ra in this episode, in my mind, that's Kowalski. Like the act, the guy who plays, they've just, re- they're like, ah, oh, Kowalski's only got a couple of lines in this episode. <laughs> we needed just a human body to be underneath that big Ra thing. Let's just get yeah. Kowalski to do it. We'll just get, and so in my mind, that's Kowalski walking out as, <laughs> as Ra. I don't know oh why. <laughs> yeah. Cause I give him, it's like we're supposed to care about him so yeah i care more yeah. about him as that than i do him as the character <laughs> that's it that's, it just yeah. shows that no matter the reality or timeline kowalski is always you know just there to die he's just there as, yeah as he's a red fodder. shirt he's a straight up red shirt that's all yeah <laughs> i always wondered why they didn't just try to get jay davidson the original raf from the movie to just come and do still cameo mate yeah did he, yeah. Didn't he also, hate it though like didn't he yeah, he got a million dollars. He got a million dollars, so there's no way he's going back. No, but James Spader hated Stargate too. Yeah, and didn't didn't yeah. Jay Davidson quit acting after after Stargate? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean, he left. Yeah, he's just he over quit. it. He's just like, Mrah. I got my million dollars. Did, is that awesome. real? Apparently so. Yeah. Oh well, shit! According to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty sweet gig. He's like, yeah, I'll I'll play Ra if they pay me a million dollars. They went, okay. Because <laughs> he'd just come off that massive movie, whatever it was that he did. That he won the Oscar for or whatever. Or oh, Academy right. Award or some shit. Stargate. <laughs> I feel like we're shitting on this a bit too much, but... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I love to, it. Yeah. I, needed to tu- I needed to touch base with what annoyed me than to go into the awesome bits, which is mm. well, sci-fi. I, just, and I have for one me, it's more the little... video. For me, it's the video. When, when they put the video on Daniel Jackson as Daniel Jackson, he's like, my name's Daniel Jackson, part of SG1. And you're like, oh, this is goosebump shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I love and, that. And that we have essence. just traveled through time. And it's like yeah. he even pauses yeah. for the da da da. Yeah. And Moses being yeah. put in in post. And, and I love tapping in Shanks' performances as like they out geeked themselves as, as oh, the, the alternate like, versions. Oh, I loved their performances there. Like, Oh, yeah. see, I, I thought I was a little bit more so for um, 
Carter. I just thought it was too overdone. She was her like, fish oh, lips. She was doing God. like. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what's there. going yeah, on here. Was. Whereas, yeah, like I, that for a lot of that for me was a little bit um, too much. But at the same time, there were there were enough similarities in the different takes and their characters that I'm like, mm. oh yeah, you're always destined to be <laughs> something like that. And like, yeah. I, hey Mitch, yeah. I dare you to put that fish lip as our socials post. <laughs> yeah, make, tapping make fun, over. Make, do it. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, make fun of Carter, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, but no, I, I get how it happened though, because it's like Carter has been expositioned. Like Amanda Tapping has I'm been happy, exposition girl for the last like eight years. She finally gets to do something comedic. Plus, Peter Deloise is directing, so you know he would be egging her on and be like, bigger. Big, mm. so <laughs> it was inevitable. I enjoyed it. Bigger, bigger. Now, just on her backstory, <laughs> I think though, I've like... gone back and forth on that point, Mitch. I, I didn't like it the first time, then I really liked it. Yeah, and then now I'm kind of in between. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure about it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think probably fifteen percent too much. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Like the, the 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 Daniel stuff, and I I think when. I think when it first pops up, because, okay, I watched this on Stan, great people, so I didn't watch it on physical uh, media. Was there a was there a clean cut, like a, a cut to black on the DVD for anyone who might have watched or that you remember between them walking off the original OG SG-1, walking off into the to the sand dunes, and then it, for me and Stan, it immediately cut to the English lesson. To yeah, it did. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this... Like if yeah, me not having I think that's right. I yeah, that, that I actually love that. Yeah, yeah. that's like because yeah. you, you're like, oh, what what are they going to go do? They've just sort of walked off, and oh, I wonder what they're going to be planning. And me knowing, obviously, having watched this episode before and knowing where it goes, I was as soon as that shot and it started like on the sand, and then you saw sort of feet, you know, enter the shot, walking away from the camera, and then it's just sort of like pans up, and I'm like, oh, this is the last shot. Like this is the last time we're going to see our SG-1. This, this is the mm-hmm. people. And I was trying to think of all and the And true old- to form, Tilk doesn't even have a line. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of all the other time travel episodes. And I'm like, oh, how does it all work? It doesn't matter. For me, this is our SG-1 that we've been following for eight years, eight seasons. This is the last time that we see them. And then it, it doesn't even cut yeah. to black. It just cuts to, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we'll just see what happens. This is our plan, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's Daniel with weird hair and really skinny glasses. And I think if you're watching it for the first time, you're like, oh, is this a, what, okay, what's this? Obviously, yeah, because there's no, it's a slow, slow burn realization. Or, yeah, there's no and present I'm, day or anything like that. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. They didn't feed it to the audience. Like, so anyway, yeah. this is what this is. Because you, mm. you, whether you can tell then or when they introduce Carter or when they're both in the SG-1 and you see Hammond, like for however long it took you, they didn't just give it to you in a platter in the first three seconds. So for, for me, the Carter thing now, I'm like, do we, we don't ever like find out why she turned out so differently, did we? Because at least with O'Neill, it's like, well, if the Stargate mission mm-hmm. never happened, then we just presume that, well, he was who he was up until the Stargate mission in the movie. He was just Still lost went on son, from there, yeah. right? Like he lost well, his butterfly son. Effect. Was, questions, you know, questions butterfly that was his turning point. Mm-hmm. I guess we yeah, never that, saw Carter's turning point. No, and, no, uh, and it would have happened too, prior. The, the, Daniel had no interaction mm-hmm. with Langford because Langford never discovered the Stargate. So he was never picked up. He was obviously ostracized from the scientific community and he ended mm-hmm. up just going to teach English and was just yeah, becoming from that a first scene what, in this, what he the was. Movie. 
Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, like, probably but, after that meeting, that was the final straw. But with Carter, I'm like, well, you're is is was Jacob? Did he, was he still an Air Force officer? Like, I feel like the Stargate program didn't make you who you were. Like, they got you from where you were and put you in the SGC. But you were still pretty good and not a bumbling nerd filling out well, papers for other people. Did you fall back into that? But where did she lose her confidence that she had at the start of SG One's first? Oh, butterfly effect. Uh, I want to go with going. this. Like yeah. you yeah, could say, because- like the weather on the weather on one particular day was too gloomy, so she didn't decide to go outside and look at the rocket launch. So she didn't get inspired to become an astrophysicist, or she did get yeah. inspired to be an astrophysicist. She didn't join the military. You know, it could be something as minute as that, or some yeah. something really. Yeah, given given that at the point, like you know, the pilot or even the movie started carter yeah. should have been in the air force but this version yeah. of carter wasn't so yeah. was they stepped on a bug that. and changed history yep. yeah yeah and and the thing is if we ask too many questions like that's what i i love time travel love alternate timelines alternate realities and all that sort of stuff but yeah. so many of them it's like well most of them if you're going to visit in the movie you had a, a certain set of actors they go to an alternate reality they look at alternate versions of themselves and they go to 10 other alternate versions of themselves and meet in different worlds i'm like right cool but also um if if the if the universe is infinite and the amount of alternate realities out there is infinite then isn't there like tens of billions of versions of earth where 1300 generations ago of your family that ancestor of yours was killed off you know why is it always oh in this version of you your hair is shorter it's like no Uh, like like how what did they do in the past that made Mm. The Stargate program never happened, but that somehow affected nothing up until Carter becoming a little bit more of a bumbling nerd than she was. But everything up until there was fine. But something 5,000 years in the past affected her confidence level in 1990. Mm. Um, and, and made her have to wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, in <laughs> yeah. the end, if you get too far in, yeah. like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. it, you, you just yeah. forget all that. Yeah. But, because, yeah. because, and I did tease it last week when talking the gift, that fade into the new alternate introduces the the one most quotable line that I've quoted from Stargate mm. once once a month to myself for the last fifteen years, whether I be in the kitchen cooking, driving, in the shower, at work, at least once a month for the last fifteen years, out loud I will say to myself, apropos of nothing, "Hello, my name is Carlos." You made me so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line so damn much. It's not exactly what we're going for, but the uh, it was good. <laughs> it just the pause. No, thank you, Jos. Because last week, Matt, you teased us with that. That was a little nugget you hung over. Was there is a line that I've been saying for fifteen years. The last yeah. thirty seconds that you teased it again. I'm like rattling my brain. What could have been? I would have been here for the rest of the week and never guessed that. I would yeah. have guessed other things twice before I got to watch it and go, that, I, that. I love it so much. Just the deadpan delivery, the accent, just the, 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 just the you know, lost in translationness of it. Hello, my name is Carlos. You made me so hot. I, Perfect. It's perfect. And he stood up so enthusiastic, like he's. I got this. I got this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like the I vaguely. Got this, I got this. The vaguely seventies hair for some reason. Yes. Like he's, yeah. like he's yeah. fresh off the boat the or something. He's just so like yeah. out of. Yes. It. I that's love it so much. Seventies show. And then there's like, 
did he really know what he was saying? Did he have the lots for Daniel? Is that what we're going on about here? Is he doing like <laughs> I want? I want a Stargate Origins Carlos. Like I want to know. <laughs> like is he was he doing porn and that's where he got that from? Was he making ends meet by doing porn, not realizing what? He, like so many questions for such a just a minute one line character. I have to know. I have to know. <laughs> jazz, jazz. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd watch that. I would watch yeah, that. Fair. Absolutely. Over Origins too. <laughs> origins too. Over like Oof. over Origins. Origins well. Even oh, Originer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> even Originer. <laughs> that's why I also uh, Rodney. I just loved having Rodney in the episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, I yes. Rodney was back. Oh god, the ass grab. Yeah, oh, dude. The, no, it was just the ass too. hover. He didn't he didn't make contact, did he? <laughs> no. It was the I wish I it was just feel the heat emanating from her. <laughs> feel, the feel the heat <laughs> from my sizzling meat. <laughs> Emanations. Ah, oh, yeah, well. And, and, and Katetics. Katep is um Katep was old blind mate from the reverse Ultron planet back again. That's where. I'm oh sorry. yeah, yeah, the guy from Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Yeah, That's he cool. was he was the blind guy on the reverse yeah. Ultron planet back again as Katep on the reverse Ultron oh, yeah. planet. He's <laughs> been in a whole bunch of shit, Smallville. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. many things. So many things made so in Brit- British Columbia. So many. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm sure he's on. He had to be on Supernatural. Definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. What else did they play? <laughs> Who else played ice hockey in that area? Like, Shanks, <laughs> she was on a team with Welling and. Yeah. yeah. I do wish Reese had been here to fo- like. His boy Apophis was finally back. Oh, and like oh, right. with Apophis with the goatee. Yeah. Like, I just wrote Poff Daddy in massive. Yeah. Like Pop Daddy, like Pop back Daddy. in his season one skirt with the bare legs out. Oh, you, you could tell he was sitting on that throne a particular way, so we weren't copying an eyeful of his orbs. Junk. You know, yeah. why? Why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the Jafar are probably just sick of seeing it. Imagine how many times yeah. the Jafar can see it every day. They can't every, say anything. They have, they have to clean it every, every yeah. time. He, every time he basic instincts them. <laughs> Jafar, the royal cream, penis wet, is white. clean. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a weird scene though. I didn't quite get it. The way um, there was a couple of lines in there that I didn't quite understand. It was like alternate teal like pushes Daniel down and says kneel before your god, and then Daniel comes, turns around and goes kneeling. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, and he then, very quickly turn into like OG Daniel in that scene. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. and then yeah. he's jabbering away, talking to Apophis, going on because because we travel back in time because they're on this tape and blah 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 blah. And then he stops, and then Apophis goes, "Speak." <laughs> like, well, he was speaking. He's, he's all, it's all, it's all on this tape. It's all on this then, tape. And then he stopped, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand why Apophis said speak. Till doesn't know what a tape is, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a, it was weird. Yeah, line yeah. delivery. Yeah, it was it was very very odd. I did like that about Daniel's oh, character. Right. He did gradually. He was super nerdy and gradually became himself, which is what mm. I was hoping Carter mm. would do too. But she still stuck around with the fish lips. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, look, the fish lips were annoying toward the end, right? But at first, they were great, and was she was into Daniel. I'm not going to oh, say. Oh, so she, she wasn't. She was lying. Yeah. yeah. 
I still mm. loved that scene though. I, the first time I ever watched it, I loved that scene because I was yeah. like, oh, because I felt it a cop when they finally kissed. I felt yeah. it a cop a cop out. You'd wanted it to happen for ages. It's not the real them. Yeah, that yeah. did it. So I, I felt mm. sort of gypped on that. I but did love the- alternate Jack being just like Daniel. Really, I thought he was, you know. i was like just cooper just sticking the boot in well cooper's a homophobe so like you know he was yeah 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 no no no. cooper is low pitch maddie there you go oh (laughs) controversial i was never seen them in the same room at the same time he never will Hey guys, like you, you do this great Stargate podcast. Do you want to meet Robert C. Kevin? Nah, I'm busy that yeah, day. Pass. Haven't even told you the day yet. I'm busy yeah. on yeah, that busy. day. <laughs> come back, fu- come back to us when Joe, Paul, or Brad are available. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. disabled guy shit. You won't go mess with it. <laughs> no one's f- with that. No one. Uh, none of that, that queer shit. Yeah. Although, um, something that I did read that was nice, because <clears throat> given that it's become such an iconic moment, you know, the team being at the pond together is apparently at the start of the season, Cooper sat um, Amanda Tapping down and said, okay, what do you want to see this year? Like, well, what's something that you want to see, like, for your character? And she said, I want to see Jack and Sam go fishing. Like, mm. that was Carter's idea. She's uh-huh. like, I want to ah. see Jack and Sam go fishing. Oh, that's cool. That's a nice um, touch. So I kind of yeah, like, that, like that. That Cooper did that. work that in and it became such an iconic thing that we saw twice um, mm. in two different timelines slash realities. <laughs> I, just just straight, I just looked straight at Brendan as I said that. Oh, um, <laughs> it's like the ZZPM thing all over again. Um, yeah, so I kind of like say that it. because uh, Amer- like we have a bigger audience is America, so it'll annoy them. But I correct them. Even though I, say I will never say ZPM. <laughs> <laughs> except, you, except you just did. ZPM. <laughs> that you, that was so defiant. That was yeah. <laughs> you should. That's when we need the American flag just fly, draping behind you. Yeah. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> Free so, aliens. That's our national anthem. Oh, we know, mate. <laughs> I, I really like the the time travel uh, side of it. I, I like the simplicity of watching it go through, like when you see the ship in orbit, and he's like, "Oh, just think about it." Like I, I like that even that's yeah. like what it, it goes by. Yeah. it's like, well, it, it's tapped in your mind; it'll understand your. Yeah, what you say? Time, oh, so. the, the the computer will extrapolate how your mind thinks of time. It's like yeah. what? Yeah, Any maybe day. Jack's dumbass way of being like, how's it going to know from BC? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's such yeah. a good line delivery. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. where then when it goes in the outside and he just thinks it and just sort of, go, you know, like this sort of like just little energy wave goes over the ship. And then you see the terrain yeah, of Earth underneath and the, and like the weather in the sky, like it was really cloudy when they were in 2000 and whatever. And then when and then up, the stars are oh, different. I didn't notice yeah, that. I, I really mm. like that was almost like a, like a, fear-inducing where he you just see him he sees it and he thinks about it for a few seconds before they go what's wrong and he's like the stars are different it's like oh shit you've just realized like i didn't like i didn't like carter's explanation of why the stars are different there oh yeah because the earth was in a different orbit to the sun five thousand years ago so well 
Yeah, yeah that's not exactly why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it is a little bit inconsistent with like before I sleep, like when we see it go, they're like in before I sleep, when they go back in time, they're in the exact same spot on the planet. So it's like mm. the, the, mm. the puddle jumper has almost like compensated for that and stayed in the same thing. Yeah. So it's like we're in or- like this version of the puddle jumper is in orbit of Earth, but then as it goes through time, it's like, okay, well, Earth has moved. Yeah. So the puddle jumper has moved with it and stayed in orbit. So it's, it's well, very- yeah, the that's the thing jumper- they never, never, ever address. But it's like mm. because the stars are different, that means the Earth is in a different point in the galaxy. So yeah. the the Earth yeah. and the Milky Way galaxy were like rotating in reverse. If you can think about that, you know, like yeah, yeah, out of and also. Yeah, but it shows its reference point to be everything. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but it's funny that it just chose Earth's orbit as its reference point. Like, okay, so <laughs> this this is the constant that we will keep for this jump is Earth's orbit. Whereas in yeah, before I sleep, it was like okay, inside Atlantica's atmosphere is where like we'll keep the point, and it's like. I mean, it's ancient technology, so that's fine. Like, you you buy it. Yeah, that's it. And then you go, well, what was it 5,000 BC exactly to the point where Earth was in the same orbit around the sun at that moment? Mm. True. And then given that... And then also then, that it rotates then when, around. When, <laughs> when, when alternate team went back, they went back to, like, 2995 BC. Yeah, five, or, yeah. five years later. Um, so it was... Like, luckily, yeah. they didn't show up the same time as the original SG one were there. So suddenly yeah. there was like or two. Yeah. Or before. Cause yeah, it would have been, would have been very confusing. So it was luckily that, you know, it all kind of worked out that, you know, novice O'Neill knew to go, okay, 2995 BC. Yeah. Then you that ask was- one of the locals, what year is it? And they're like 2995 BC. And he's like, what's BC before Christ? Or who's yeah. Christ? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. But the other thing is, when they didn't really say what year it was, did they? Like in our, in the alternate present day, where Daniel was teaching in in the English. No, I, well, no, there was I a like a feeling that it was it somewhere was within that eight-year time. time frame. It could be any what? time. Uh, no, 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 no. It was because... it was at the same time they left because he made that reference point of uh, oh, he OG. found. A month ago, there was that dig which yeah. pointed yeah. them in the direction of. So they'd left that canopic jar yeah. in yeah, that, yeah, dig. where where Daniel knew that dig was going to be in that yeah. time. Right. So it's yeah. around around the same time. Yeah, yeah still around yeah. like eight years after the pilot, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I will revert to a note made by my brother Lincoln, who was interested in coming onto the podcast. Just he goes, oh, "Oh, I love Mobius." Got a few questions though, and he didn't go into detail with me on the phone except for one thing. And so when I'm watching the episode, I was waiting for it, and that was when they park the the ship in the sand. And he's like, "Why leave it there? Why not go up?" You know, he's like, "You know, they get to the town, and O'Neill's like, did he say what's for dinner?'" And he's like, "You'd have ration packs. Like, if you have to stay overnight, mm. go back to your ship and just go yeah. orbit like 50 meters above. Like, you know, get that ship That's away true. from thing. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, it was because that was the driving force behind everything that happened. Was ah, our ship's been discovered. Because when you think about it, and I'm watching it, uh, and and today, and thinking they really come to that decision pretty quickly. Like, I know O'Neill pulled out his gun and he's like, let's do it. And Teal's there going, 
well, you know, what difference is it really going to make in the grand scheme of things? Whatever. And Carter's like, no, we got, we're a stickler. We've got to, we've got to not do anything. And they're like, all right, well, yeah. I guess if we have to live here forever, then that's fine. Let's just leave some evidence. And hopefully in 5,000 years, our next versions of ourselves can fix it. Yeah. Tally-ho back to Egypt. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. what? You yeah. just yeah. signed off your entire lives to staying here when, like you could wait until I don't know nighttime tomorrow, three days from now. Like there's not always going to be seventy Jafar around that ship. Like there's going to probably be yeah. a time when you can get this sort of ship. And they they were already in the pyramid, and they zatted like two or three guards. So yeah. why not zat? Wait till nightfall, zat them, go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like who cares if those Jafar would? Well, and given that Daniel lived on Abydos for what, an an Abydonian year or whatever, which was like 18 months or whatever, he's lived in like a a desert climate. Mm. He should have known that like you can't just leave your ship cloaked, parked out in the middle (laughs) of a big sort of opening and sand isn't going to get pushed up against it by the wind. That's a good point that Lincoln said that because, yeah, even if they, you'd think that the puddle jumper would be a little bit more comfortable than some egyptians yeah yeah jack was very much treating it like a vacation when he's when he's like he's like oh what's for dinner he's like yeah whatever let's yeah i mean they'd be used to that traveling off world all the time but it's like there's a difference here you've got a bunk you've got a homemade bunker yeah and you're you're in the past like not a homemade one but it's it's one of those yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, well, who who cares? Like, what they didn't they didn't go back and stay there. But it's like, well, that was what made the rest of the episode go in the direction that they did. Like, I feel mm. like you just need to explain yeah. that just mm. a little bit more. Like, you know, you could have them go back there and sleep in there at nighttime, or go into orbit and sleep, or come back down to go into the thing. And it's like, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Literally the half an hour that we've walked away, that's when it's been yeah. found. You know, some Jafar's walked into it like a bird flying into a window or something. You know, like, you know that why? That would have been a funny scene to, to watch. watch. You know why they didn't yeah. want to sleep in there? <laughs> just two of them bumbling along, just walking along and dung, you know. <laughs> it's the other guys, but Jafar. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That would have yeah. been brilliant. You know why they didn't all want to sleep in that puddle jumper, though? Is they all know about Tilk's sleep toots. <laughs> and they, they, don't, they don't want to be locked in that puddle jumper with Tilk's sleep tooth, especially because he's probably going to have to light a bunch of candles and it's just going to turn the whole thing into a nuclear bomb, really. And yeah, there's no there's no, uh, no toilet. Come on, reach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I've got to believe there's some sort of cool ancient toilet where you just take a piss against the wall and just... <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like in Atlantis when, uh, when Shepard first finds the life science detector, like that little thing from the wall just slips away. Oh, yeah. There's totally a little thing in the wall that you just stick your pucky, your sphincter up against and just like mm. one poop removal, please. And it's gone. As if you wouldn't be having your dick in that within 30 seconds. <laughs> there has to be a glory hole there. Sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> Are you right, thinking well, about a bologna shit. sandwich? No, I'm thinking about a glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. He's anxious sort of everything. Dude, yeah. they, thought of, they thought of full body lube application and we saw that in SGU. It's true. Where they go into the mist room. Oh, no, no, thought that would have been funny. I mean, come on now. I we, can't remember we, it. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you can't you can't reference universe to us. Well, Mitch, I don't think has ever seen okay. universe. Yeah. Uh Jaws, have you ever seen oh, you've seen universe, haven't I've you? I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, it's been I've a while, it. hasn't it? Yeah, a good ten years for eight yeah. years. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna you need to wait a couple of years and then come back for okay. yeah. universe. I'll come back and for then when make that joke and we will cack up laughing 
Okay. <laughs> Promise. 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 <laughs> Promise. It was, it's not you, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it's definitely me. It's definitely me. Not at all. Did they mess up the shot of the gate? Are there always symbols on the backside? I don't think there are always, there were in this episode, I, right? When? When it was in Cheyenne Mountain or when we like. Yeah, when they were putting it in, they, we saw you lowered it down. They were lowering it down. We saw that from the backside. Yeah. Why were there symbols on the back? Because there oh. aren't always. I've ne- there aren't I've in the pilot. Noticed. In the pilot, because you have that cool crane shot where you go down in through it from the back. There aren't symbols on the back then. There aren't symbols on the back in the pilot of SGU when you see the same kind of shot. Is this, another so SGU what, is this while they were lowering it down? <laughs> yeah, when they were lowering it down. Right as they, why is it into place? Oh, okay. So I was going to say maybe they lowered it down and then spun it at the end, but no. No, no. I've, I've never noticed. I guess maybe that they didn't, maybe they just didn't have a model of the back of it, but you think it'd be easy enough to just paint out the symbols and just. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't notice that. I have to go back and have a look at that. Continuity, continuity. The continuity girl got fired. Yeah, yeah. 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 They had to die off. Was... Does um, yeah, because I don't think Atlantis's gate. Because we see a lot of the back of Atlantis gates. Because like when there's a space gate, a lot of time we see the back side of it. Right. And yeah, I don't think you notice like the little light up glyphs or anything like that. Interesting. It just seems like such like you know. Again, we go back what was what I was saying before about you know we've talked a lot about how this you know was potentially a season finale or series finale at one point and i don't know i just look at this i'm like it it was very ambitious like as far as you know they've had a lot of elements they've had time travel before but to like cram into even into a two-parter like to start off with one group oh we're going to go back in time which is a big enough thing that could have that's 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 the biggest thing they could be doing in a two-parter okay great then we're going to have that create an alternate timeline and we're going to have that alternate timeline try and correct the thing and it's going to create essentially another timeline but it's very 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 similar to the first one and all this is going to happen in two and we're going to have different versions mixing and meeting or communicating or whatever and i'm like all this for a series finale when you kind of want to be wrapping up stories or paying off things and 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 satisfying fans with character relationships or or whatever like Again, I don't know. I've you know interviewed anyone. I don't know what point they did find out they're coming back for season nine. But if they were going out like this, I think it's a very ambitious way to try and finish up your uh, your series. And I wonder how different we would feel if this was the series finale rather than like, well, it was going to be, but then it wasn't. So it therefore is something else in, it, yeah. in our mind. Because well, when they filmed it, they they did think that it was going to be the last episode of the series. Because there's actually a special feature on the DVD, which is like Christopher Judge's last day, like his last day yeah. ever on Stargate, blah, blah, blah. And it's the scene of him walking Daniel to Apophis and, and pushing him down on his knees because there's all this like secondary audio when Tilt's back is turned to the camera of, of Christopher Judge going, bitch slap that punk Apophis, you know, all that kind of <laughs> shit. Upset that bitch, Pappas. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely yeah, like up until shit. filming still thought that uh, this was going to be the end. Yeah, okay. yeah, I would imagine it feels similar to the actual finale. Like it's not the true end of the story. The end of the story is the movies, you know. Yeah, because like yeah, there's well, still I the guess mm-hmm. even at this point too. There's the the spinoff. Like Atlantis is running, so it's like I'm sure all the actors are. Yeah. Oh, we'll 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 do a little cameo on Atlantis. This won't be the last time you see our characters. Heaps of plans. We need to kill Ball. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, they had heaps of TV movies planned, but it just died in the house. Yeah. Because at, at the time, MGM. for me, when watching it, I, I knew that they were, like, they had already been renewed for season nine. Yeah, yeah. So it, mm. for me, it was a little confused. Like, why? Why? It wasn't until I looked into it and looked at the DVD special features and looked, like, read on the net, and then I was like, oh, yeah. right. That's what they were Oh, and the got feature. the um, Stargate SG1 slash Atlantis magazines. Do you remember those? That's yes. when I collecting yeah. these around this time yeah i remember then, you getting them i remember like you getting them. yeah they were good yeah they were and then a little bit of a spoiler to the first episode of season nine when uh when you listen to the audio commentary um i'm pretty sure walter's in it i think it's you know i'm pretty sure walter's in it i think it's him that says because there's, there's a line where he says oh welcome to stargate command because they were actually going to rename the show. Like SG1 was going to be finished and the show when it came back in season nine was actually going to be renamed Stargate Command. And it was going to be more about like teams of the week going through doing different missions, but obviously still using all the existing um, SG1 sets that existed of of Shining. Did they know that? Or do they still think that when they made the pilot, because the... Or not the pilot, but the first episode of that series, season? I, I don't think so. I think it was one yeah. of those like things that was going to happen in the middle of the season. Got it. Oh, sorry, because sorry, the first episode seasons. is very, yeah. Yeah, the first episode of next season very much sets up SG1. No one told Gary. So, well, I think, oh, yeah, I think I think that was the whole thing. No one told Gary. They, they kept giving um, <laughs> Gary Jones that, that line of welcome to Stargate Command. I was kind of hoping you would have some of the audio from that. To, uh, Christopher Judge's last day because that's some fucking gold. It's a shame the streaming services don't offer it. Like that's a yeah. something yeah. they should offer as a secondary function. It's. It... I liked watching on uh, Amazon Prime because Amazon Prime has like yeah. SG One is in widescreen the whole for the whole way through, not oh. just the last three seasons. Oh, oh it's it's oh. almost always great. There's one oh, time at, it's. Yeah, it's the season one finale, though. You can see a script sitting up just the edge of frame because That's they didn't... That's right. It's, you yeah. sent me that. It's like um, sitting on the sarcophagus or whatever. Or yeah, one sitting on the, the sarcophagus. Um, or one yeah, of the I love that. cargo containers when they when mm-hmm. they gate into Apophis' <clears throat> ship and you can see, yeah, just a script just sitting yeah. on top of one of the containers. But I definitely missed the commentaries. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. Just thought I'd touch on a couple of things. The Daedalus gets mentioned. Oh yeah, I think that's just like a little thing for next. Now that yeah. we know, there's a new Prometheus. It's bigger and better than the Deadless. All right, everyone looks slightly more right, like a dick. Going. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Catherine Langford, she's an auntie, right? Apparently, so did she have a sibling? None that we've ever. That's been how being an aunt works. But we never heard from that said sibling again. Is it is it through yeah, marriage? It like marriage? Yeah, yeah. Is, like, is that is that Ernest? She was sister's kid. She was yeah. never m- married to Ernest. Well, they were engaged. Yeah, yeah but I'm talking like post torment of Tantalus. Like, when oh, Jane maybe that yeah, came back and stuff. Maybe, but yep. then you get the idea that that net that niece that she grew up with Catherine as yeah, her right. not someone she's yeah, adopted true. as that older yeah. woman for the last you know five six years. Yeah, so I was like, how come Origins didn't mention this? Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> it's almost they never like watched the, people the show. Who, yeah, they wouldn't have Origins and never seen Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> past, past the movie. They saw the movie and that was about it. Oh. Look, maybe I should watch it just to shit on it. It's pretty Oh, yeah, we should do a reaction. 
Let's do a reaction video to it and just. I'd do it. it. I'd be open for that. Yeah. I have no, like, as I told you, I turned it off in the first three minutes. I'm like, I'm not. Because we did a video when just before the podcast, Mitch was finally watching the last episode. And that was a cool reaction. What the f? (laughs) 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 There's been so many dumb moments. Anyway, the other bit that I wanted to touch base on was uh, Ra's warshippers called the ZPM. Uh, heart of light. Don't know why, but that's what Daniel said. Uh. And when he walked, <laughs> he said, "Holy buckets!" Did anyone pick up on that? Holy! Oh, buckets. I've already yeah. said, "Holy!" That's what my son. Holy! I had to rewind, and I'm like, "Did he just say holy?" <laughs> like that's yeah. I just didn't pick it up. Um, 1908 is the year that Jack wanted to go to, which I'm assuming. Was when the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, I didn't look that up. But I'm assuming I, I did ages ago, and yeah, that's got, got all got to do with that. The NRL started in 1908 too, just for the, those playing at home. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure Jack was fascinated by that. <laughs> he doesn't even know where Australia is. Yeah. <laughs> I remember at the time of watching. First time around, and this is only my second time of season eight. So all the other seasons I've seen like seven kajillion times. Season mm. eight, this is my se- and same with season nine and ten. I've only seen those once each. Really? Yeah, mm. yeah. So and that was only when they first came out. So like second rewatch is 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 um, going to be interesting for me because I'm a huge, huge basketball. Yeah, well, well, yeah, that was that was something I was I was mentioning before. I was like, is that something we should talk about? I'm obviously Reese isn't here to spoil it for him, but yeah, this is this is Jack O'Neill's last episode as a as a regular. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, I remember being heartbroken, and uh, he mm-hmm. him taking lesser of a role in each episode. I hated it. I was yeah. just like, where's where, yeah. more RDA? Like, come on, where's Jack? And, yeah. But second watch through it, it's it has more natural feel to it i guess it's sort of yeah i, I think know. watching this time for us for me in particular i've never watched it in this order with atlantis in between so like every time i go oh yeah jack's the general like every episode <laughs> i literally go oh yeah jack's the general now. oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. even <laughs> this episode i was like oh yeah he's like with the rocks the geology guy and he's just like mm. can't wait <laughs> Great stuff with the rocks. Don't you leave me waiting. (laughs) Now, in addition, we discovered several grains of troilite and a mesostasis phase which contained micrometer crystals. Mm. Now, it's undergoing further testing, but we hope to have the results on your desk first thing tomorrow morning. Don't you keep me waiting. No, sir. Now, here's where things get really interesting because you will notice in this fish... we we need to talk. Oh, sorry for... Interrupting. No, it's okay. If it's important, you must interrupt. You must. I think we may have found a ZPM. Yes. Great stuff with the rocks. Go. His his first reaction was that he wasn't even aware that Jack was being so condescending to him. Yet Mm. when Daniel walked in and O'Neill's reacting, then treating him like the guy that's not aware. He's fully aware of what's going on and he's <laughs> yeah. so frustrated by it because he can quite literally, clearly never get through to this bloke. So I, I sat there and I'm like, I think I can see like years of frustration in this one performance over 45 seconds. <laughs> this character does this every couple of weeks. 
and he lives and dies by rocks <laughs> and old broken pillars. And Jack couldn't give t- he couldn't give two shits about sending himself a potential world saving message to the future. Like that's how little he gives yeah. a shit about anything at this point. Yeah. He just and goes with the flow. Even why 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 did he go back with SG one in this episode? Because Rob because his name is above the credits. Because <laughs> yeah, he had to fly the ship. I was gonna say, yeah, because he's the only oh, one that can yeah, fly yeah, yeah. Ancient tune, yeah, that's yeah. right. How convenient. And was, was that <laughs> was that rock guy, the guy with the rocks, was he the nerd from like um Heroes? Yes. Yeah. Same I guy? Yeah. 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 They're taking cover! Take cover! <laughs> They're coming! Yeah. It was weird timing because when I fired up my um stand account to watch this episode, I still had like I think I mentioned it in the other uh, the other podcast a few weeks ago. I, I still had like ten minutes to go on the last SG One episode, so I watched it. And Jack was in that a fair bit in that last ten minutes. And we've spoken all season about how he hasn't been available for very much. So we get him in bit parts because he's able to film two or three episodes at once. Whereas he was in the end of the last episode, and then he was very much a part of these episodes because yeah, they thought it was going to be the series finale. You're going to want to have RDA in there. And I actually forgot for a bit up until they go, well, we're going to need you because, you know, you can fly the thing. You've got the gene. I'm like, oh, that's right. He's not always in this show very much. But it was a nice break away from having watched, you know, not many SG-1 episodes over the last couple of weeks that I've kind of forgot that he hasn't been there for so long. So it was, if this was to be the wrap-up of the show, even though I know it's not, me watching it now, it was just, I don't know, it was a weird mixture of events to get me to the point where it felt like normal Stargate again because O'Neill was there all the time like he should be. Yeah, Yeah, that's to me, that's why, yeah, like season nine and ten, I love, but it does feel like a very different show. I Like, I love it for very much different reasons. Mm. Absolutely, it felt like a fresh start. It's, mm. it's like season uh, nine of Scrubs. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't compare it to season nine of Scrubs. That's <laughs> that was hot, sweaty garbage. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that doesn't count. That's not canon. But there are a few people yeah. who think season nine and ten are garbage, and I, yeah, I'm, you know, in part of the one of those Stargate Facebook groups, and every time someone mentions them, they're like, "Oh, they're shit because they don't have O'Neill," and you know, it's it's like, come on, just. Just to appreciate that the show went in a different direction. You know, you have your eight seasons, which wrapped them up, you know, but then it has like, yeah. oh, we need to do something different. So, yeah, I yeah. think what no, I like about nine right. and 10, when, when you think about, you know, again, we're not to get into any spoilers, not for anyone on this chat, but anyone out there listening ahead of time. But like when you get the bad guys that, you know, okay, tap out for the next 30 seconds or so, if I am spoiling this to you somehow, but when you get the Ori that they kind of are exactly what, the ghouled pretend to be so it's kind of strange yeah. that we we go through eight seasons yeah. of the ghouled being these uber bad guys they are the bad guys and still are like the or i can go suck a dick for like because the ghouled are og bad guys but the ghouled are there they're faking this whole god thing they're faking this whole power thing they've stolen technology mm-hmm. and they've just used fear to convince people that they are deities yet the or literally grow in power based on those who believe in them like they are what the guild pretend to be like finally after eight seasons of knocking these guys down all of a sudden sg1 and the sgc and earth are coming up against a group of bad guys that are exactly what they've been pretending to not fight for the last couple of years so it's it's kind of weird that it didn't 
like last any longer in a way like or maybe it was too similar to what like i don't know what the decision making process was yeah. get to the end of season 10 do they go well that's that's the that's the story that we've got but for me who's only watched seasons nine and ten one time and yeah i would have had the same reaction as pretty much any like classic star wars uh, stargate fan that oh it's it's not o'neill it's not the it's not normal it's 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 stargate adjacent it's um, not yeah. shatner yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um I agree. Like I love Farscape, but Cameron Mitchell's a far cry from John Crichton. But the yeah the thing the thing that annoys me most about the Ori is yes, they're very too much similar to the Guawald. And the fact is that in Atlantis they freaking nailed the bad guy in the Wraith and Jaws. You and I have spoken about this so many yeah. times, how cool the Wraith are as bad guys. Because they're just they don't care. They're completely different to the Guawald. They just mm-hmm. They don't enslave them. They just farm them. Yeah. And they, they suck the life out of them, literally. So that's, literally what, that's just the coolest thing. They're and the then you go back prototype. to the Ori, who's just... It, they're not even... Um, you know, like, you can appreciate the guy because they are a con. They are actually putting it on. Yeah. They're, they're egotistical, um, even though they know they're not real. They're not fed income. But the Ori, they're so bland. And, like, but the you know, Ori are the... F- they're the ancients it's like how do you fight the ancients yeah exactly from a stargate lore point of view i really love that it's like you learn about these ancients all the time and they're like oh but there was this big ideological schism that resulted in over an entire galaxy you know Mm. and then i think that's cool even if it was just gould 2.0 the the mythology of it is really cool. They could have explored it a, a lot. More yeah, I just didn't think they like. I didn't like the execution of it. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and it was rushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah that's rushed. rushed. And, and more Arthurian sort of stuff that they could have done. Like the Arthurian. Oh, I love been, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's but it's it's been. I don't know. It's they could have executed that a lot better. They could have executed like the, the, the way they did it. I wasn't happy with a few of the episodes, how they sort of, yeah, the, the expect they built expectation and then crumbled it at the end. So I was like, Oh yeah. Because if, if really? you think about coming from like the first couple of episodes of, um, of SG one, like when we're dealing with like the caveman people and the, you know, all that kind of stuff to how far we'd progressed into, to the end of season eight. So it's like to have a, an adversary that is going to be next level. They kind of had to really shoot for the moon and go, go to ancients basically be like, how do we, do we fight ancients? So it was a big, it was a big jump, but yeah, they did get canceled. Like season 10, they were, they were officially canceled. So um, they did intend to have sort of more. Who's going to write a movie to wrap this up. (laughs) Yeah. So, All right, um, and direct it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it amazing pile of shit? Uh, um, I love it. The- but I suppose we should probably talk all, talk about that more uh, during the rank and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, is that how we're going to do it? Next week, are we ranking SG1 oh, good before, before we do Siege? Or are we... I think we do, do we- Siege. Do we do siege and then do two ranks in a row? Like I've I've got no problem doing the back. Oh, I've got no problem doing a back to back rank. Oh, the first time I've done two ranks <laughs> in a row. Think, yeah, you're talking no, to a guy that has multiple tabs <laughs> open. So yeah, 
And let's be honest, I've got tired by raccoons, baby. We're, we're in a period of lockdown. I've, I've got a good mate of mine who's in hotel quarantine right now. If he's not having multiple ranks in a row, <laughs> he's not the guy that I know. And I do know him, and that's absolutely <laughs> what's going on. So, yeah. yeah, I did, you know, like, I, I just feel that, yeah, it's it probably while he's talking to you about it all season. Show. Oh, I, it, nothing would surprise me. So, <laughs> Are you even a true like, man if you haven't jerked off while you're having a conversation with someone? Hey, yeah. we're talking um, about ranking here. Keep it clean. We're talking yeah, about ranking okay. here, mate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Which, ranking <laughs> episodes. I've been ranking all, all cards at the table. I'm actually holding myself right now, but it's just more of an itch thing. It's more of a comfort thing because I'm sitting here in my underwear. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. All cards Peter on the table. Peter would be proud. I'm now holding myself. <laughs> Me too. Just giving so, the yeah. information I've been given. <laughs> so just trying to bring it back. Are we are we yeah. next week and then ranking SG1 and then the week after ranking Atlantis? Um, or do, do we want to rank SG1 next week, then do the Siege Part 1 and 2, then do our Atlantis Season 1 rank? Just so that people listening can pre-watch if they need to or anything like that. I don't mind a, I don't mind a rank and then a... <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be able to take it seriously now. <laughs> You're bent too. Come on. Um, the whole idea since about season three when we came up with it. <laughs> back to back ranks. Yeah. Uh, I'm always go with the flow. I, I'm fluid. <laughs> Mitch is Mitch, as we mentioned. This is Mr. Chron- chronological order guy. Mm. Oh, look, I don't think it matters in the end, but I mean, you know, part of me wants to just jump straight into, is it Siege? Because I've, yeah. one, I've never seen it. And to go from finale to finale, two-part, look, it's another two-part finale, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah true. Two-part finale to two-part finale sounds like excellent. Um, but I'm like, ah, oh, is two ranks in a row kind of weird? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm kind of torn. Maybe I'm sitting more in the wrap-up SG1, rank SG1, and then Siege and rank SGA. And if anything, that's probably just giving me some more time to get my ranks in order because it's obviously been so long <laughs> since we started Season 8 of SG1 and Season mm. 1 of SGA that I'm going to really need some time to sit back and reflect and go through well, the episode titles. And then next season, we have to swap. So next week, uh, next season, we will start with Atlantis oh, God. and then go to SG1 because, okay. Mitchell... Uh, no, not to tickle your balls with a feather or give you blue balls is uh, the well, end of Atlantis. I'm sitting here in my underwear. So. <laughs> the rank. end of Atlantis is actually a three-parter. So it's the Siege part one, two, and three, part three being the first episode of season two. So you're going to do that as the That's a spoiler. episode <laughs> one <laughs> of that season? That's a spoiler, mate. You're not oh. doing that as part... <laughs> Of the same episode, like you're only for this for the siege finale, you're only going to do with first two parts, right? One and two, because yeah, because yeah, then we have to rank yeah. the season one. So. Got it, got it. That makes if sense. You watch two parts of the finale. You have to rank. Yeah, yeah you have to. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> the pent up ranking energy. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to rank we've, right we've, now. Yeah. We've waited a lot of time this season. Yeah, we haven't we have a huge gap between ranks we haven't ranked all year we we haven't we haven't, haven't ranked a, together all year i've i've never ranked with you guys in a room before yeah i mean we haven't we haven't ranked we, knew of. we haven't ranked <laughs> together since covid like since covid was a thing yeah, mm. yeah i haven't had a good covid rank actually yeah <laughs> you make an excellent point who can everyone's home it's weird oh yeah. not for me not for daddy not for daddy <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's uh, certainly a lot of ground covered <laughs>
episode 186 <laughs> of Stargate SG1, get it a gates. Uh, that brings us into season eight, my Christ. You reach that point. Oh. Whatever oh. happened will happen again. Yeah. Get the rave going. Shit, yeah. Well, uh, until next week's episode, whatever that may be, you can uh, check out all of our old podcasts. Hey, if you think you can in the next seven days, and I know a lot of you psychos out there can because you tell us you do all the time, go back and listen to all of our SGA and SG1 <laughs> podcasts over the last you know two seasons worth of those shows and uh, get ready for some ranks as they come in the next week or two weeks, whenever that may be, on your favorite podcasting outlets uh, and you know follow us on the socials. All that jazz will jump onto patreon.com forward slash get into gates. Yeah, I was going to say dot au, so. but there isn't a dot au version of Patreon. So um, yeah, <laughs> do that. People. Whatever that is. Individually, I'm Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Not that you care, nor should you. Brendan, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I was thinking I'm at the Bren Gibson, but I was thinking, Jaws, you should change yours to Jaws underscore daddy now. Oh, yes. Okay, that's that's underscore brilliant. TV. That's yeah. brilliant. Because I sort of do, I change my name down the bottom of here just to make like pro episode. Yeah, Gate Daddy One for those listening. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Gate Ship One, and he thought it was a good name. <laughs> that so was I was nice, like, yeah. Gate Daddy One. Daddy. I thought you were going to say yeah. he should change his um his socials to like Banana in the Sink, and then he might get some of your like off off cut from like <laughs> oh. people that are listening to like three. He doesn't need my. I don't. There's not that. many. Trust me. <laughs> I don't deserve that level, like that caliber of person. You might be followed by Gary Jones like I am. It's not a yeah. big deal. Oh, he doesn't need uh, Gary Jones when he's got Chris Judge's wife, so that's fine. Well, they just their own, I guess. It's always better when someone else points it out too. So. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Maddie. Well, I just like getting my Chevron locked. That's what I like. Oh, shit. I, do, I got a little something in my chapa eye. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, my iris is closed. Where can we see this, that Shaper eye? Then, oh, Jaws, where Jaws, are you currently located? Jaws underscore TV, soon to be Jaws underscore Daddy. And- <laughs> so Daddy, Daddy likes the shape and taste of bananas. Oh, so Jesus. wrong, yet so wrong. In the sink. In the sink. Mm. In, Maddie, where you at? In and around the sink. Uh, at high pitch, Maddie. <laughs> And our first time at Jacob, where can we find you, my friend? I am at Jacob Boers on Instagram and Grinder. Uh, don't look <laughs> at that last one though. And that's I'm special K. That's Jacob with a K. And for the two people that might consider mm. looking up, and just shout no, out to his parents have to change for, it to for spelling his SG. name with a K. Yeah, that was that was a mean one. Just just, just disappointing, mm. really. <laughs> they condemned me to a life of uh, Jacob with a K. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it's, and then, it's <laughs> and then and then they spell his name K O C A B. No, no, no! Seriously, actually, when right when I was born and my parents were introducing me to my extended family, um, they were saying, "Hey, it's Jacob with a K." And then my freaking stupid aunt was like, "Oh, like kebab." <laughs> <laughs> my parents were like, "No, like Jacob, you dipshit." <laughs> Get into geek. Hello, my name is Carlos. You may be so hot. <laughs>